And now, it's time for the Shake and Blake Show live on Wildcat 91.9. I love it. Say it one more time. Shake and bake! Shake and bake. Shake and bake. Shake and bake. Shake and bake. Shake and bake it! Does that feel good? Yeah. It rhymes. They're both birds. Awesome. Blake Crawford. The Shake and Blake Bowl. It's at Bell Snyder Family Stadium. It's just our faces on center field. John Grove. I think for K-State, in order to be successful, you're going to have to open up that passing game. Bring you all things K-State sports and even more. And it's Shake and Bake time. Welcome, everybody, into the Shake and Blake Show live on Wildcat 91.9. My name is Blake Crawford alongside John Grove. John, how are you doing? I haven't heard that song, that theme, in forever. And uh, listen to it this very last time. It is gives me goosebumps, man. I am so ready to... Uh, I'm so ready to talk more sports, but more importantly, talk more sports with you for the last time. Yep. If you don't know, uh, I'm graduating this semester, or I guess in a couple days. So this is going to be the last ever edition of the Shake and Blake Show with Blake Crawford and John Grove. Now, obviously, you're all here to listen to John Grove, and he's going to be around for a long time. He's got a sports talk show in the summer. He's going to take the Friday nights. Blake, Blake, listen, we can talk about my show another time. Like, that's for the summer. Blake, this is your night. This is your last time here at the station, your last time as an audio board operator. We're going to embrace you, man. We're going to embrace all, all things. Well, I mean, first we're going to get talk a little about K-State sports, but it's going to be more of a celebration for you, what you've done for not just the station, but for this show specifically. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I usually say if it's your first time listening. Well, if it's your first time listening, I'm so sorry that this is also going to be the last <laughs> time listening to the Shake and Blake show. But I'll still make sure you follow us on Twitter, Shake and Blake 785 We'll still be doing stuff on there. And follow the podcast and leave a review. As well, we've got a great show lined up. We're going to talk about how the four K-State players drafted to their hometown teams as well as what other Wildcats signed with NFL teams and free agency. We're going to talk about the baseball team being ranked and their um, NCAA tournament chances. We'll talk about Tyler Perry transferring the Wildcats and Jerome Tang's feet. Um, which obviously does not need any context. But if you've been on Twitter, there's been, a, for some reason, a major topic of discussion with Jerome Tang and his dogs. But, um, John, I mean, this is the last show. Let's do a little Shake and Blake by the numbers. Uh, oh, this show, goodness. the first show I ever did by myself was on October 1st, 2021. That was 581 days ago, which is just scary to say. Um, John, do we want to take a listen to this? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Shake and Blake Show. My name is Blake Crawford. Thank you so much for listening. First time on here at Wildcat 91.9. Absolute honor. Again, my name is Blake Crawford. I'm a junior here at K-State studying journalism. Always wanted to do this. Always been my dream. Always, you know, when I was a kid, going to football games with my dad. Definitely some of my fondest memories. I went to the quadruple overtime game. (laughs) It's Texas A&M way back when. That was really fun. I also cried when <laughs> Baylor beat us and Chris Kyman lost, or Colin Klein lost oh my his gosh. Heisman and shot the national championship. But the very next week I was there when we beat Texas to win the Big 12 championship. So definitely up and down thing. I'm also from Newton, Kansas, which is right off Shout of Shout out Newton, Kansas. I-35. Okay, that's oh, a little bit north of Wichita. That's enough of that. Oh, man. How far I've come, huh? God, you could tell how nervous I was. Oh, my But 581 goodness. days ago, um, I think three weeks after that, 
you joined the show. I hopped on. Um, since then, well, John. Well, oh, let, go ahead. Well, let's talk about a little bit of a flashback on how you on how you considered a, uh, bringing me in as a co-host. Um, so we were one day at K State HDTV, where we're both employees at HDTV. Blake was working at, uh, tip, uh, sometimes he works the audio board. I'm I'm t- typically working the graphics setup for ESPN Plus. Um, and one of the guys who runs the EVS, he's like, what do you want to do when you grow up? He told me that. I was like, I just want to be a part of broadcasting, more specifically with the radio. And, you know, I believe you you heard about that. You I was eavesdropping, that yeah. <laughs> and then you, you, you uh, texted me uh, a few days later, hey, you want to hop on? Uh, you want to just catch up and see what this is all about? I said, sure. And uh, really, since then, well, actually, first I I barely recognized you until I turned around, uh, and I was like, "Oh, hey, it's you!" Uh, and then, and then, really, since then, everything just started clicking. It just yeah, started I clicking. I didn't have your phone number. I just looked it up in our contact sheet. And I just texted him out of the nowhere because I was like, I mean, the first show I did, you saw how you heard how nervous I was. It went terrible. Um, and then I did it next week with somebody else, and then I was like, I need to. Uh, <laughs> to get somebody to help me um and john came to the rescue and since then john since let's do this by the numbers 96 episodes we've done um i think some of them have been lost in time because uh, i for, i didn't re- i didn't know how to like get it from um the back well also I, I i also chimed in in a few episodes that is that true yeah host, so it's over 100 episodes yeah over 100 episodes three days six hours nine minutes and 20 seconds of K-State sports content on um, our platforms, which is uh, 78 hours, 4,689 minutes, 281,360 seconds. And to be so. honest, I mean, we you, I mean, we are both K-State <laughs> fans to the point where we could just talk K-State or Big 12 or college sports all night, all day, all night. Yeah, and I mean, 4,189 plays on all, across all our platforms in 39 different states and 15 different countries. Close to 270,000 impressions on Twitter. So, I mean, that's just all to say thank you. Um, it's truly flattering that anybody yeah. anybody would ever yeah. take the time to listen to us ramble about sports. We're, so. throwing, we're throwing roses towards you, the audience. We kind of thank you guys enough for following us through this journey. Yeah, and it's what a journey it's been. We've had so, some great moments. But uh, let's let's get to yeah, some yeah, sports let's content. Get, let's get to some, let's get to some current events before we start reminiscing about everything. Uh, we'll, maybe we'll come back to some of these numbers later. If I can yeah. There is going to be... Shake and Blake trivia. I have found some questions about the show that will quiz John on to see how well he knows the show that he's been a part of for about 18 months. But let's talk about the NFL draft because obviously last week we were live um, during the second round. We were hoping Julius Brantz was going to go while we were doing our show live. But about, I don't know, seven minutes, maybe not even that, after we went off the air. Julius Brentz with the Colts, which was his hometown team. It was really great to hear, and it, beca- it, it was, actually became a theme for it, the rest of the draft for K-State. It was great to hear, but it was really disappointing at, at the same time because we were, because you and I were really looking forward to talking about where, oh, Julius Brentz, where is he going to end up, man? After the show... I, I, I was um I told I was telling you uh with the Colts um coming up to 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 pick uh M and M what with the next pick I was like I mean he's an Indianapolis native they could possibly go after Julius Brentz and really right after uh, right when Roger Goodell announced Julius Brentz and 
Yeah, he's he's an Indianapolis Colt now. He's going back to his hometown. Yeah, and it was great to hear. And he wasn't the only one. Obviously, Felix, you know, we talked about him last week going to the Chiefs. But Josh Hayes Mm -hmm. going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, his hometown team. And Deuce Vaughn, of course. I mean, almost the story of the draft, you know, getting so much attention, getting drafted 212th to the Cowboys by his dad. dad. Such an awesome moment. Um, You know, just I mean, that's such a that's a once. I mean, I don't know if that's ever happened in sports, you know, to have your dad who's a scout on an NFL team draft his own son. I mean, that's just got to be such a special moment. And the thing that's interesting when the Cowboys, uh, when, when some of the people who work with the Cowboys, along with his dad, when they were kind of reviewing over the. Uh, prospects that they could potentially draft. His dad had to exit the room when they were talk- when they were discussing Deuce Vaughn or um, some some of the other some of the other guys, mainly because of Deuce Vaughn. And he wasn't sure that the Cowboys weren't able were going to call him. And I think 15 or 20 minutes prior to that, he had to go outside of the offices. He he called Deuce. Well, Deuce called his dad, and he was really at his lowest point. Uh, he was uh, it was just not shaping out and. His dad was saying, "Do not panic. You're going to prove all of these guys wrong when you get when you get your chance." And real and just a few minutes later, uh, Jerry Jones hands him a card, uh, and then eventually uh, uh, his his dad calls Deuce, and it's just like, "Oh my gosh, that is that is hard. That's that's almost a tearjerker for me. That's almost a tearjerker." Yeah, I mean, it's just such a special moment. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about where some cats went in under uh, after uh, in free agency because you had Agent Martinez go to the Lions, you had Cade Warner's go to the Bucks, Ty Zentner was able to sign with the Eagles, and then Malik Knowles was able to go to the Vikings. So able to get some some Wildcats who were able to get signed in free agency, get their shot during the summer. You know, maybe get some playing time during the preseason as well. See if they can make the 53-man roster and we mentioned the four that were drafted that's the first time four players have been drafted the 4k state players have been drafted since 2003 the most drafted since 2000 yeah the most drafted since 2003 which was in 2003 was highlighted by terrence newman being picked fifth overall so hopefully this is a precedent that can be set we're back to maybe a golden age of you know k-state prospects especially consider the way we're recruiting these days uh, you're, you're right. And even with some of the undrafted pickups for, for some of the NFL teams and Adrian Martinez, I mean, you want to talk about all the hardships he had to go through, not just at K-State, but I mean, especially at Nebraska, um, where where things were not fully panning out. He was looking for a fresh start. And, he, and you know, part of a season, uh, part of a season for K-State wouldn't have been possible without the contributions of Adrian Martinez, uh, the Oklahoma 50 plus yard run. Uh, to 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 seal that win, uh, you you also had uh, the game against Missouri when he when he was just running all over the place. Um, what uh, who else? Uh, the the Iowa State game. He it was it was tough and gritty. I they had to battle for one of the best defenses in Big Twelve. Uh, it, it was a lot of a lot of the season was was not what would have been uh, part of us. I I should say it in a, in another way. Uh, part of his season wouldn't have been possible without Adrian Martinez, and now you're looking at a situation with the Detroit Lions, in which now um, you're seeing Hendon Hooker. I mean, Hendon Hooker was also drafted by the Lions, but he's out currently with, I believe, an ACL tear. Um, so you know, if 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 the if the lineup of quarterbacks continues to kind of reshuffle its way a little bit, then you, it's possible we might see Adrian Martinez on the field for Detroit. Um, you also have Ty Zentner going to the Eagles. Um, I think that's great. I, I honestly think out of all the uh, out of all the uh, 
uh, out of all the prospects, I think Ty Zinner may have the best chance at seeing the field uh, in the NFL. Just with, just what I mean, he's been spot on with the punting game, the kicking game at a time really where K State special teams was really shaky, uh, as well. Yeah, when you know, I mean, you think about the uh, you know the first uh, matchup with TCU and Chris Tennant missing those field goals and what could have been that game is filled with what ifs. But Ty Zender, when we needed him the most, he was able to come through. And, I mean, you know, I think being a punter is a pretty nice job in the NFL. And I think hopefully he can have a long career there and be able to, you know, um, have some success and make a lot of money. And, a, and, a, <laughs> and another great journey as well. I believe he was a Topeka native, yeah. went to Butler Community College for a few years, then came to K-State, won his team the Big 12 all just with a, just with a kick, uh, just with a kick uh, from, his, from his foot, sealing the deal. It was uh, he he was one of my uh, favorite players. Well, favorite uh, favorite uh, special teams players um, I, I've seen on the field. And on top of that, he's also I mean he's also able to create turnovers just with the I mean just forcing uh, some of the receivers left and right. I mean you want to recall the KU game uh, where KU had an early stop. Ty Zenner punts it puts the ball near the right side and KU's punter uh, I mean KU's returner return man muffed the ball. K State picked it up so. He was there for a lot of for a lot of great moments uh, this season. Yeah, I mean, it'll be an iconic shot of him smiling right before you know he kicks the game-winning uh-huh. field goal against TCU. I mean, that's gonna be yeah, that's that's gonna be one that's uh, gonna be played for a long time. So it was a great week. I mean, you know, have it in KC and have a bunch of K State players drafted was a really special, and hopefully, it's uh, something that continues in years in the future. Let's go ahead and move on, John. Let's talk about some baseball real quick because this baseball team. Um, if they were able to beat Wichita State, would have been you know a team that was really hot right now. But um, unfortunately, weren't able to beat Wichita State. Lost one to nothing. Get sh- shut out. Lose both games to Wichita State. Um, with that being said, you know if you missed it last weekend, huge series win against 14th ranked Texas Tech that propelled K State to being ranked number 22 in the nation. Some baseball bracketologists have K State in the tournament right now, which is a really big deal. Um, they've got a series against Southeast Missouri State. Just got to take care of business there. And then you've got a matchup with Oklahoma State, who they're tied for second with in the Big 12. So that's a huge series. And then they finish it off with DCU at home. So a couple big series ahead if you want to you know, secure your tournament spot. I believe D1 Baseball 360, it's 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 the logo with a green – it's like with a green diamond and all. Uh, they came out with a bracketology lately, and K-State was – but three seed playing in Fayetteville against uh, possibly Oregon State. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> Arkansas and Oregon State in the same region. That's that's like a death row sentence right there. My goodness. Um, but nonetheless, this, you gotta love the, the confidence um, from this baseball team so far. Give it to Wichita State. Um, BK State earlier this week. I mean, it's just something with their with their pitchers just shutting out the Cats. Um, but nonetheless, you beat Texas, uh, and we mentioned this before. You have to win. Um, a lot more games down the stretch. We talked about how how backloaded the Big 12 schedule is. Um, you beat Texas Tech. That's your first series win against a top 25 team. Uh, those are those are probably one of the three three. Uh, I mean, you'll probably have to win. And I I think we said we had to win two out of the three uh, final series in the Big 12: Texas Tech, TCU, and Oklahoma State. We got Texas Tech out of the way. It's gonna be a little bit of a hurdle to overcome with Oklahoma State um, in in Stillwater. Um, you also got TCU at home. Um, so a a bunch of opportunities. On top of that, you got Southeast Missouri State. Let's hope K State can sweep them out as well. I think they're also in the Fayetteville Regional as well. Which I mean, the, the rematches would just be so weird and ironic as well. Just I don't know. Yeah. Um, but they'd be playing Arkansas. Uh, so 
still a whole lot of season left on top of it. You got the Big 12 tournament. Who knows what wacky yeah. stuff will happen there? It, lo- it looks as if we are. Got, it looks as if we are uh, immortals uh, when we're <laughs> down in Dallas. Yeah. So. Something about the Big 12 tournament and something just about a double elim, you know, baseball tournament just kind of leads to some wacky shenanigans. But, yeah, you mentioned it. Got to take care of business against Southeast Missouri State this weekend at home. They're actually playing right now. Um, but if you want to go to a game tomorrow, it is Bark at the Park. Um, so that'll be it. If you want to bring your pupper or your good boy or girl or, you know, whatever, dog stuff, um, you know, you can bring it to Toynton. And um, if you want to watch it on ESPN+, Plus, um, it'll be my personal guarantee that we will show as many dogs as we possibly can. So. I brought I well, I, br- I remember one year I took two two of my dogs one one big uh, one big gi- giant black dog and one small little dog and I mean they were they were possibly the most you, you know like when 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 they all say uh, dogs dogs are better for your, for your mental health. They were like the complete opposite. Like they were panicking <laughs> so much. They were barking at one another. Uh, I mean, my my little dog. He just is like big dog syndrome. He's just barking um, at, at all the big. He's dogs, an alpha. So he's he thinks he's an alpha, <laughs> but he's gonna get bitten up <laughs> at, at times as well. So you know, it's it's always fun seeing all those little faces at the park. Yeah, it's definitely it's always an interesting time when there's a, a lot of dogs around. So that should be a lot of fun again. Just got to take care of business against Southeast Missouri State. Baseball team is currently 28-18, 11 and 7 in conference play, tied for second with Oklahoma State. John, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll come back talk about Tyler Perry transferring to K-State. Um Jerome Tang taking his shoes off on an airplane and Shake and Blake trivia next on the Shake and Blake show with Blake Crawford and John Grove. And we're back on the series finale of the Shake and Blake show with Blake Crawford and John Grove. Probably not as exciting as the series finale of like a regular TV show, but I'd like to think even it's better. It's even better because yep. it'll, it'll have a happy ending. Unlike, some, unlike Game of Thrones, which was questionable. No, that was just disappointing. Yeah, still a great show, though. But anyway, uh, let's talk about some K-State basketball because yeah, uh, <laughs> Drum Tang has been very active in the transfer portal. Um, you know, but it's we finally were able to get somebody to Kansas State. That person is Tyler Perry from North Texas. Um, the guard put up 17 points a game at North Texas, was the Conference USA Player of the Year and the NIT Most Outstanding Player. So definitely a really solid guard to get. He was one of the top players available in the transfer portal. So again, Coach Tang and the staff just flexing their muscles. Taking over a big role for Marquise Noel, who's leaving the program. He's certainly going to be able to slide into that scoring role. And, you know, he may produce at a higher level and more on a more consistent basis. Um, and a lot of people are talking – well, let me – well, yeah, you said it. 17 points. He shot 41% from three. Seven point seven and a half attempts per game as well. But in a little bit of a much slower-paced offense uh, in North Texas. They, they have the slowest pace in the country. They averaged just only 59 possessions per game. You know, K-State was they, – they averaged o- over 70 possessions per game. So that should translate a little bit for Perry being an above 20 uh, points game uh, points per game candidate. And, I mean, something to mention as well. I mean, Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson obviously left a big scoring gap in K-State basketball. You can't forget about Marquise Noel's impact in the assist department as oh, well. Yeah. And that's somewhere that Tyler Perry's going to, going to need to – 
step up because we're kind of missing, you know, that facilitating point guard. Um, he averaged uh, only two assists a game. Um, two, two and a half assists. Oh, okay. Well, college basketball reference must be wrong. But anyway, two and a half wrong. assists last year at um, North Texas. So I think that's somewhere where we're going to have to kind of look for, I don't know, if, you know, these true freshmen that we're getting, Michaela Bridge, RJ Jones, Daddy Ames, if they're going to be able to, to step up in that apartment, if Dorian Finister is going to play a bigger role next year. Um, I think that'll be an interesting thing to look out for where we're going to, you know, who's going to be the one running the offense. It's probably going to be Tyler Perry, but how is he going to get others involved and get them, you know, scoring the ball as well instead of just running, you know, high pick and roll iso ball? Well, I think it's not really too concerning from, from my perspective. His role to be a scorer and a threat from deep in the court, he, he is just absolutely insane. And on top of that, uh, what the difference between K-State and North Texas is that K-State's going to have a few more weapons around him that, they, that they're able to contribute from, uh, more specifically with the likes of um, Naquan Tomlin. Maybe we'll see some action from uh, from Dada Ames, um, Taj Manning possibly as well. Um, so it'll be some stiff competition uh, for some of the positions next season. But I do think Perry, um, just with the way he's played at North Texas, he's also got some DNA um, from uh, from Rodney Terry as well, which I had no idea until yesterday. Uh, I asked Ryan Gilbert how to go PowerCat. I was like, was there any other connections besides Jareem Dowling comes from North Texas? He's like, uh, well, yeah, he, he's he, he, he's related to Rodney Terry. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so <laughs> obvious. Uh, Rodney Perry. Perry, sorry. yeah, Rodney Perry. Rodney Perry. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so obvious. Um, but nonetheless, he will be the second straight Wildcat uh, to win, uh, to possibly become Big 12 newcomer of the year. Um, it, it was just a huge get overall for K-State, especially at a time when you lose Max Aismas, uh to Texas. You're able to you're able to reel in uh, Tyler Perry, who also uh, who also didn't even have uh, the top tw- – who didn't even have K-State in the top 12 or top 8 early on, but – um, a great pickup by Jerome Tang and company. Yeah, that would be awesome if Tyler Perry could win Big 12 Newcomer of the Year. He is going to have some stiff competition, though, John, in Hunter Dickinson, who just um, transferred to KU. Uh, I, I think he was the number one player available in the transfer portal. Those Jayhawks. Ugh, brutal. But anyway. Fighting Mike Vernons. <laughs> but anyway. The basketball team still has a few spots open. If my math is correct, they have 10 players on their roster, so still a couple more spots to fill. Maybe get a big man. They've only got three on their roster right now, really. I guess Michaela Bridge is kind of a forward, you know, three to four. But you've got Naquan Tomlin, Gerald Colbert, and David Gasson. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Taj Manning could maybe be a three or a four as well, but not like a true big man. So, I mean, I think Gerald Colbert could be, a, you know, get a lot of potential. But there's probably some people in the transfer portal that we could be looking for to uh, – um, get some experience and um, to add to that big man depth as there, well. Yeah, there's been a few. There's been a few names that I've recently entered the portal. Grant Nelson out of North Dakota State. He's put up some pretty big numbers in the Summit League. Um, he's in the transfer portal. I know. I think KU's also possibly. Uh, they've reached out to to Grant Nelson. Don't know to what to what degree. Uh, you also got da- uh, Damian Collins out of Kentucky, um, as well as Musa Cisse, who hasn't made a decision yet, but he, he transferred uh, from Oklahoma State. So, you know, maybe another Big 12 pickup. I mean, he he was he was dominating defensively against K-State last year uh, in Bramwich. So, you know, it's it's all around possible. We'll see if his health is up to, is yeah. up to par as well. I think that's another concern. Yeah, that's the thing out. as well. But he definitely did cause us some problems. So, I mean, you mentioned Mike Vernon. Uh, let's go ahead and get to this. This <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about this. Yeah, you but know I, what? I thought the we, gloves are off. We'll we'll talk about it briefly. But there was a very if you're not on K State Twitter, um, there's a very interesting incident that happened. Uh, Mike Vernon, who 
is a KU um, air quotes journalist. Um, he's just pretty much just a professional troll. Um, he posted hearing that, um, quote, Jerome Tang took his shoes off on the Southwest Airlines flight yesterday. Blatant disregard for those around him. And then Jareem Dowling <laughs> quote tweeted him and said, so what's your point, bro? I wish you said this in person. Have a great day. Hope you enjoyed your flight. Saw you sending pics to 100 people. And then there was a big confusion because he thought that <laughs> the guy sitting next to Tang was my Mike Vernon's son, I think, or something, because he called and took a picture with him, and there was just a big confusion. But you got to respect Dream Dowling for trying to clap back at Mike Vernon, who (laughs) who uh, who has K State living in his head rent free twenty four seven three sixty five. I feel like he hardly ever tweets about KU, and he's just (laughs) no. He, I mean, he'll tweet about like recruiting news, stadium hearings. I mean, he's been. I mean, real lineman elbow. He's been. Uh, completely wrong and uh, partly <laughs> stupid in, in that matter. But, uh, uh, okay, I, I have a one thing I'm going to say about Mike, and this is, like, no no direct shot towards Mike, but, I mean, if you're if you're reporting on things, if you're hearing things from, from several sources, you're, you're kind of leaning towards journalism on your part a little bit. And if you're writing articles, like, online, that, that that's pretty much going to, to – I mean, that's pretty much considered journalism. You're, you're just doing your job. You're hearing – um, from from some of these people, and you're writing about it. It's it, it's kind of it's kind of what it is. Um, but he's just going to continue. He's he's not a journalist, and he's just going to continue yeah. uh, bashing on K State. And the KU fans are claiming like he's the second coming of Adam Schefter. Well, <laughs> really, he he has he, he has really you know a nobody, and nobody to, nobody takes him seriously. To claim to be like an insider and then spend a lot of your day just like outright trolling K State fans, and you know just saying all this stupid stuff just to know that you're going to get the attention that you probably don't even believe. Yeah, I no, think it's kind of okay, sad. Okay, the, the thing that's that's embarrassing on K-State fans' parts, and it's like, God, I can't believe I'm saying this. We uh, He lives in our heads rent-free. Yeah. Like, you want to talk about like K-State and Jerome Tang and company living in his head rent-free because of how successful we were. He just wants to – I mean, he's going to he's gonna talk as much crap about like our NIL, Manhattan, stuff like that. And then you got all these K-State fans coming on here and it's just like, oh, no, no, that's not the case at all. It's just like, dude, just lay it back a little bit. I mean, just ignore it. He's a nobody. I mean, you, you we already got plenty of KU trolls out there. Jayhawk takeover. I mean, he's he's really been on on point lately. <laughs> uh, I mean, you got this also this probably burner account like called Revolutionary. He never he never stops uh, talking about K State. He I mean, I swear he talks about K K State more than KU out of out of any other KU account out there. So uh, it's I mean I don't know. It's I mean they're they're obsessed over Jerome Tanks socks they do they, those socks do look pretty cool but they were I mean, some nice socks but they're they're like oh my gosh he's he doesn't have his shoes on the plane on a southwest flight dude it's it, it, okay it's like it's like what 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 concerns is there really he's sitting in the front row um i mean he obviously like you know he's not like sweating a bunch and it's not like he got like a bunch of bo like he's i'm sure i'm sure it was fine I don't think it was that big of a deal. But anyway, <sighs> my goodness. John, how about we take one last break oh and let's goodness. let's spend the last, you know, 20 minutes that we got here reminiscing and self-indulging as well as doing some Shake and Blake trivia on the series finale of the Shake and Blake show with Blake Crawford and John Grove. And we're back on the series finale 
of the Shake and Blake show with Blake Crawford and John Grove. I think we've got the people updated on their sports news, so I, I think we I, could. I will say, Blake, when you say series finale, it's just like a sp- it's like a s- sword stabbing through my heart a little bit. It's like ah. Yeah, it's it's so crazy. Just I mean, you've worked. I've worked four years for all this stuff, and it, it's just like it, it, it. You still never see it coming. It's just like wow. This is really the end of everything. I mean, you know, having our last meeting on Thursday, presenting my capstone project, which is like, you know, the thing that you work towards yeah. on the last class you take to graduate. And it's just, it all comes so fast. And you're like, oh, like I have to be, uh, I have to like be in the real world. Like, oh, like, you know. Now you're in the real world. Yeah. And, you know, that's, I mean, the, like the transition from high school to college is always tough. And, you know, the uh, the transition from college to the real world is, what's, is tougher. But you What's know. this capstone project? I understand so, it's the biggest one. So. so it's called story. Like, I think for most like majors, you have to do a capstone. But for ours, which I think ours is a little bit flawed. But you get together with a group of three and you do like a multimedia project on kind of you can kind of do it on whatever. We did ours on um, sports memorabilia collectors in Kansas. Um, So I'll have to send you the link to our website. I think it's pretty cool. I think. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think the the advertising capstone is a lot better because you get to work with a company and you get to make a pitch for them. And it has like a real world impact. And it feels like with ours, you're just like making a fun website that, you know, your professor's going to see. Well, I feel shoot, like Shoot, I'd rather do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, but, you know, you're tr- they're we're trying they're trying to prepare you for the real world and being in the job market. So you're going to have to, you know, like face the music eventually. Uh. And I mean, with the type of clout that this school has, I mean, I know we're, you know, it's kind of tough when, you know, KSNT is, you know, 45 minutes away and you know, that's kind of unfortunate, but you know, I'm doing something in a professional environment, I think, you know, and having more freedom for you right. know, people, you know, there aren't people who just want to be on local news and, you know, do anchor stuff. You know, there's people like me who want to work more behind the scenes and there's people who want to do a variety of different things, especially in this modern age, and you know, with social media and the type, you know, how diverse media has become. And it makes a lot of sense. And, and I understand from your standpoint, I, I talked to you earlier of a show earlier prior to the show about like, all right, what what are we going to do? Is this is this really our finale or are we I mean, hey, we could I'm still hoping to do and stuff, but yeah, I understand you 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 also want to experience more of a, a directing side of things. And I've seen some of the stuff you've done uh with H, with HDTV and dude, I mean like you 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 have a special gift when it comes to just all all those techniques and strategies that you have with uh, just what not I mean not just with the audio side of things but with uh, with you know the connections with HGTV as 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 directing at times as well I think th- I mean that is the type of gift for you and you know I, I'm 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 more than willing to to kind of I I, I just I'm I there's not really any way other way to save us but following your journey man it's just like yeah y- you 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 know where you know where your path is you know where you're gonna take it and it's all yeah, I'm I'm still in the job search right now, but you know I have confidence in myself. I think my resume is good enough. I've been, you know, this this re- Colorado State. <laughs> okay, how about get this man? So. <laughs> I've done. You know, I think the great thing about this university is this university has a lot to give. Um, you know, I think my advice would be to get your money's worth, you know, oh, yes. you know, you're spending a lot of money to be here and this university's got a lot of resources for you, 
but they can't make you do all these things. They can't make you pay attention in class. They can't make you, you know, <laughs> be nice to your professors. And, you know, like, it's not like high school. Like, you're paying to be here, and you're trying to get a job in this profession, so you should, you know, practice how you play. If you treat this like a job, if you treat this like, you know, a professional thing, it's going to be easy when you transition to the professional world. And then my goal, John, the way I see it yeah. is, you know, I'm going to go out into the real world, and I'm going to make K-State proud, and then I'm going to make it – I'm going to make it I'm going to try to make it easier a little bit easier for you guys for 10 years from now when people are graduating with this degree at K-State and they can see in the job market and see that, you know, hopefully I'm doing something cool. You know, think about what Steve Fiziak and Craig Bolajak, the voice of the jazz, are doing. And, you know, Dylan Lears, who works at ESPN as a K-State alum, yes. to be able to dream big and say, like, these guys are doing this, so why can't I, you know, and be a part of the best radio station in the entire nation. I mean, what a, what a cool privilege and opportunity. You're also thinking about the likes of Brent Stover, who's currently at CBS yeah. Sports, what College football coverage. You got Mitch Holsis, who's the voice of the Chiefs, former voice of the Cats, and I believe a former K-State alum as well. Uh, so there's a lot of connections for you, for everybody out there. Um, and re- and oh geez, I just kind of blinked out. I- I'm sure I'll get back to it, but uh, y- there's a lot of connections that you that you're able to make, and not just like I mean, it's not just locally. I mean, we I, I we got Anthony Georges here at the station. He's going to be uh, joining Eagle Communications uh, with Junction City. Um, looking forward to seeing what he's able to do right there. But it's also from a national standpoint as well. It, it, it's just it, this station and and not and and K State like K State as an entire entity. They're preparing you for the real life. The big, the like your next chapter, and it, and it can really benefit you in the long run. Yeah, I mean, I think the reason that you know graduating with that piece of paper that you know might seem worthless, but it has value because you know the vers- university will tell you that you know with this piece of paper they're guaranteeing a, a place that you've learned these skills. Right. But the, what gives it value is the people that before us have done it, that have gone on with that piece of paper and gone on to do great things, mm-hmm. and to know that K-State brings high-quality people, high-character people, people that you know love what they do and work hard. And a lot of people that, that, that love giving towards their university. Yeah. We, we, and part of it, like, the reason, like, if you're seeing some of these money opportunities with awards and scholarships, um, you're seeing some of these former alums as well who are, who are, who are being gracious enough to uh, not only fund towards student scholarships, you're also they're helping out with, um, with stuff such as the station, um, some of the buildings on campus as well. So um, for that, we couldn't be more thankful as well. And uh, you know, I mean, as 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 when we get when we kind of get into the older older. Uh, when we get a little bit older as well, maybe we'll start being being a little gracious, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like a year after I graduate, the Alumni okay. Association's hit me up. Like, no, yeah, no thanks. Um, with that being said, John, we got about 15 minutes left. I want to make sure we get to these questions, and I want to make sure one last time oh, no. we hear the K-State Sports Trivia intro. And now it's time to play everybody's favorite game, K-State Sports Trivia, where I, Blake Crawford, challenge my co-host, John Grove, to a series of K-State Sports Trivia questions. Josh Freeman, like we've just mentioned, is the all-time career passing yard leader at K-State, but of all the non-quarterbacks... Oh my god, what a great question. the most passing yards? I'm gonna gamble. Go big or go go Daniel Thomas is... Woo! Correct! It's correct! Yes! That was Z-Ray coming from my from my perspective. <laughs> that was the first time. The first perfect. time I heard that was like, but woo, let's go, yes. It's, like that was oh, like kind of surprised. This me music is so game show too. I love it. Anyway, it is. It anyway, is. this is Shake and Blake trivia. So let's test John and see what he knows 
about the Shake and Blake show with Blake Crawford and John Gross. Let's get to the first question. Let's do it. These questions are kind of hard. They're not just like, well, hey, every quiz I make is really hard. Hey, lay, lay them on me. Man. All right, I'm so ready. what is our most listened to episode? Is it A, the post uh, Big 12 champs? Is it our K-State basketball preview? Is it Arlington bound after a Jayhawk beatdown? So after we beat KU, going to the Big 12 championship. Mm-hmm. Or the Will Howard show with special guest injuries, our uh, post-TCU recap. So what is our most listened to episode? I'd po- say the Jayhawk beat down Arlington Bound. That is correct. I I think I recall you saying that. We hey, we 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 beat KU. Uh now we now we're bringing up all this excitement and really the the engagement for K-State was on an all-time high. So yeah. I'm glad we were able to get some some engagement and viewers. Yeah, what a great time to have a K-State. It, for a long time it was our like, you know, um we did our last show of the semester last May. And then we took a few months off, and we came back. That those two episodes were our most listened to for well, a long time. Yeah, before and then that. on top of like hitting end of the season, we we talked about we had like this entire week yeah. talking about K State football, and it just kind of dried out. We were getting exhausted. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was not our most our best content, but Hype, hey, we hyping, got <laughs> hyping ourselves up for South Dakota, baby. <laughs> All right, let's get into question two. All right, I already told you this question earlier, so you've done a little bit of the math. But how many different guests? have appeared on the show. So, and just to provide some rules, um, if it's like multiple people for one thing, it's just one, and then there's no repeats. Okay. Wow. Okay, because because the interview we did with Texas Tech, they had three guests. Yeah, so that's one. All right, so that's, yeah. All right, so we had eight Big 12 guests, and Jeremiah B. Lean hopped onto the show. I'm going to say nine. Nine is correct. I, so uh, I, but I, but I had seven. I think you, where you went, where your math was a little, you you failed your task successfully because you got the right answer. But I think because Anthony North was on twice. Yep. So I counted that as one because that's one guest. And then the other one was the Ag- the Aggieville Alley Cats came on our show. Oh, that's right. The yeah, it's uh, Connor. The Alley Cats. And then they they had us on their show as well. Man. Yeah. I love those guys are fantastic as well. Everybody who's been a part of our show, they they have been they've been great. Uh, they've been great to tag along. Uh, we couldn't be more thankful. Yeah, for, it was really nice of everybody you know from the other team who was willing to you know take their time to talk to us, especially since a lot of them had way bigger followings than us, and uh, talk give us a preview of you know kind of what the other team was um, thinking about. So and, that, to- and top of that, like right after the interview, like we had long talks with yeah. Austin Eckert of KU, Hayden Farr of Oklahoma, of uh, some of those guys as well. They've been they've been fantastic. Yeah, they were they're some really cool guys. All right, you're two for two, John. Um, how about we, I think you're going to get this third one. Let's go into question three. What is the longest episode of the Shake and Blake show in our entire history? Is it A, Arlington Man after a Jayhawk beatdown again? Is it B, um, just kind of a, our October 18th, 2022 show where we just kind of do around the big 12, you know, whatever. Um, so October 18th show, is it bounce back game of the century? So the game, um, the Oklahoma recap, of this year, or D, our fiftieth episode special Q and A. Fiftieth special Q and A. That is correct. Because we At- talked about like we did our regular lineup. Yeah. And then then we got some questions from Twitter, and and Blake had this overall rant about Crocs. Know, what, uh, Crocs. I mean Crocs. It's not a fan, especially not, Crocs without socks. No. He's not a fan of Crocs. Listen, 
He's not a fan of Crocs. He's not a fan of uh uh bo- what is it? Bone uh bone in bone, wings. Bone in wings. Yeah. You know, can I give a hot take here? Go ahead. Okay, listen, y'all. Since I'm graduating, I, I can pass this down. Listen, okay. y'all, I do not want to see your feet in the classroom, okay? No open-toed shoes in the classroom. I don't want y'all walking in with sliders without socks, whatever those sandals are, the Berks. Like, no, no, have put flip, some socks on. Have a flip-flop for, for the girls? No. No? No. You don't listen, want that I'm as well? not a fan. Listen, I don't need to see people's feet in class. Not my thing. But anyway. Man, very directed. Jeez. Well, I gotta let him know. I got ten minutes. Anyway. <laughs> tell that to Ian as well. Maybe, maybe he'll get. The yeah, we can get a we can get I a law it. passed. All right, John. This one's gonna stir up a little controversy. No. Question four. This one's about me. Oh. God. Um. So, what famous K State game have I never seen? And these are some 2018 Sweet 16 versus Kentucky. The four overtime game versus Texas A&M in 2011. Well, you just said in, in the first episode is, you were. You, yeah, I forgot. I wasn't planning on giving that away. Jacob Poland's 38 point game versus KU in 2011, or D K State versus OU in 20, 2019. One of these games I've never seen. So I think it was the Jacob Poland 38 points against KU. That is incorrect. Oh. I have seen that game. So it's uh, I have never seen the 28 Sweet 16 game versus Kentucky. And I will tell you why. So in 2018, I was a junior in high school, and I was playing in the jazz band. And during our spring break, we went on this big trip. We went to Branson, we went to New Orleans, and we went to Denton, Texas. Oh, my goodness. So it was a ton of fun. One of the first days, we went to Silver Dollar City in Branson. I lost my phone on Sunday or Monday. So the rest of the trip, I didn't have my phone. It was still it was still one of the best weeks of my life. But anyway, Oof. I think it was like Thursday we were in New Orleans and like, you know, I remember checking my phone. I was like, K-State's, you know, we're up in the Sweet 16 and I tried to get it on the TV and I couldn't get it up for some reason and I've never watched the full game. So. I had I had the same problem in 2018. It was the second round game against UMBC. We were down in uh, uh Galveston, Texas in a rental home and we were not able to pull up a CBS Sports a uh, uh, True TV um, where they broadcast the K-State UMBC game, I had to ask my dad, hey, Dad, can you show the TV? Uh, I want to see our <laughs> game against UMBC. And he held, that fa- he held onto the phone for a long time. And I was like, uh, what's, the, what's the score now? And he's saying this score. And I was like, man, it must be low scoring. Uh, so, I mean, technology these days. Yeah. Well, um, I thought you would be a little more mad at me for that. But, uh, yeah, I've, you know, I, don't, I, don't I was know just a little busy. but uh, It's all right. Yeah, you know, people have lives, stuff happens. But anyway, let's move on to the next question. Question five here. When was the first time, if you're a regular listener to the show, you know that we end all of our shows by saying Cats by 90, Ema. When was the first time we ended our show by saying Cats by 90? Was it our first show that's on um, Spotify, October 29th, 2021? Was it uh, December 17th, 2021, our last show before Christmas break um, of that year? Um, was it January 28th, 2022, which is the uh, famous Aoka Lee Tribunal Ceremony episode, as well as Jeremiah Boleyn joining us? Or was it D, uh, January 21st, where we recapped K-State women's basketball versus KU and, quote, men's basketball on the up and up, which has really aged well from the 21-22 <laughs> season. <laughs> but uh, which one of these episodes did we end our show by saying Cats by 90 for the very first time? I think I can recall this one. Was it the first episode? You uh, you said, John, you have anything else to say before we wrap up? I was like, Cats by 90. Okay, that actually, 
I might I might actually have to give you that one because you might be right. I think so. I, yeah. Because I think. What were you thinking? Well, on the on if you listen to Spotify and go through the records, it's technically January twenty first. But I think for a lot of them, the way I would grab it, for, uh, grab uh, you know the um our episode from the recording yeah. to actually post it online, I forgot to grab the end part. So a lot of the endings sound really weird, and you don't actually hear them. So you're probably right. Um, but yeah, October 29th, 2021 then first time we ended our show was St. Cats by 90 and we've been doing it ever since. That's right. Ever, oh. ever since. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We got a couple, we got two more questions left here. So what is our most viewed tweet of all time? Ooh. Uh, is it pointing out how all of Antoine Davis's replies were K-State and how we have the best fans ever? Is it when I roasted KU for their stadium renovations and said they should keep one porta potty to remember how far they've come? Um, was it when Tim Fitzgerald from GoPower.com complimented us on our name of our show and we thanked him for it? Or was it D when I tweeted first bracket checkmark this year with K-State beating KU 90-0 in the national championship? Our most viewed tweet of all time. Hmm. I'm gonna say the first one. Okay, that is correct. Yeah. Um, you were talking about the engagement between K State, Maryland, Georgetown, BYU, seeing how they all stack up. I think like out of uh, 80 replies, like I don't know, 72 of them were all K State, and that I think that got like I don't know, 15, 16,000 impressions. So when you just you know swell the egos of K State fans, I guess they really really catch on. We've had a few tweets manage to pop off. Most of them had to do with trolling or. Um, Promoting our own fan base. All right, so we got one more question left, John. And this one is actually pretty helpful because we just heard it at the top of the show. How many different clips do I have in our show intro of people saying shake and bake? And it's not including me, welcome to the Shake and Blake show. That's difficult. Is it three, four, five, or six? Going to go four. I I take that back. I'm going to go five. Five is correct. How about we, here, let's take a listen to it real quick. And now, it's time for the Shake and Blake Show live on Wildcat 91.9. I love it. Say it one more time. Shake and bake! One. Shake and bake. Shake and bake. Shake and bake. Five. Yep. So, um, what a combination of people, by the way. You have Cal Naughton Jr. from Talladega Nights. You have Drake on the song Bedrock. Um, which it's some one of the most whack bars. I'll race for your love, shake and bake, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> it's not Drake's best work. Um, Wyatt Thompson, of course, and Ben Boyle had to get some K State flavor in there. And, I, my, I, and I Mark Jones. The, I, I gave you the Wyatt Thompson yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then I remember I was working again for HD and I heard Ben Boyle say shake and bake, and I was like, I need to grab that. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would add some spice. You know, when we submitted this to the IBS, which the IBS awarded Wildcat 91 is the best college radio station in the nation, I thought our show, I thought I thought that that intro over there would get us in there for best intro in the country. But I guess I don't know what they're looking for, but <sighs> but I guess it is what it Things is. Things a little disappointing, and this isn't and no shots towards the punt and our 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 our, our director. <laughs> But I mean, I kind of want to. I mean, that's it's kind of our show. I just wanted to hear that song. Uh, I just wanted to hear that intro a few more times. And he's like, "Nope, we gotta listen to beautiful Ed Ed Weigel." He he does have a very great. Voice. I understand. He wants the intros to be more streamlined and all kind of you know have their own have the have the same flavor to know. Hey, this is Sports Talk on Wildcat ninety one nine to have that brand instead of you know my. While I mean, I think it's pretty creative. You know, t- I think more it's pretty, individualistic. Yeah. 
Um, so I, yeah, I was pretty mad, honestly, when you said that. But, I, know, I, I do appreciate Ed Weigel. I, I heard on Wednesday night the, the intro for Ad Astra Sports. He's like, Ad Astra Sports? More like Kick Astra Sports. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's beautiful. Well, John, we got a couple minutes left oh here gosh. before I sign off for the final time. But I think it, I would be remiss without thanking you because um, if you had said no to doing this show, I think instead of three days of content, it would probably be about three hours. Um, I cannot talk for an hour straight. I'm definitely more introverted. I think what the stuff I say can be important, but I definitely can't just talk for an hour. So you've been, I mean, you've been a vital part of the show, John. You've been just as important to this as me. And uh, I couldn't have done this without you, and it's I wouldn't have wanted to do it with anybody else. So um, you know, I hope you can remember me in ten years when you're you know you're famous. So but, no, you're I mean you're you're already getting the head start, buddy. But <laughs> dude, n- well, you, oh my gosh, you're just keep talking. Uh, you, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Blake, n- none of us all, all none of the interactions would have been possible without your contributions and. Asking me to hop on your show. This has been a, a, a lifelong dream for me to broadcast. And, you know, this is really one of, the, uh, one of my upstarts uh, for, for, for my career. So uh, I'll kind of keep it a little bit short, but uh, I couldn't appreciate much more of what you've been uh, uh, offering me the spot to be your co-host. And on top of that, um, some of the opportunity. Uh, I mean, just all your hard work because, you know, the, the, the trivia and all the intros, uh, all intro stuff that's all the contributions you made for this show and i couldn't be more grateful to to be to hop along your journey uh and, and really our journey as well yeah i mean even though i not get emotional i'm not <laughs> okay i heard a little sniff even though you know i do plan to kind of go in a career kind of behind the scenes i mean this has still been so much fun to be able to kind of express myself creatively through this medium and create the, you know, so over dramatic intros for Willie's archive and the cheesy right. intros for K state sports trivia and, you know, be able to be the production director at this radio station, which hopefully you can hear my, keep hearing my voice for years to come and my silly liners um, that we I've come up with on this station, but it's just been so rewarding and, you know, just such a great experience and I couldn't recommend it more to everybody else. Well, I think it's getting to about that time, John, where I oh sign up for gosh. the final time. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, John, for being here for me. And Cats by 90. Cats by 90. Ema! Ema! Thank <laughs> you.